Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we back. My expert opinion: the greatest show in the world. Ah, I just love saying that, bro. <laughs> I love saying that. Yo, they're putting a lot of pressure on us to do live shows. That's something you want. Put it in the comments. Tell me where you're from. And we'll work on that. Definitely work on that. Um, hit that like, hit that share. Let everybody know you in here. Don't cost you no paper unless you's a mother hater. Hit that subscribe button. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that stays loyal to the show. Shout out to all of the members. Everyone that's been joining the YouTube members. Thank you. I will have some exclusive content for you guys up. Shortly. Matt. How you doing, sir? Blessed. Everything going in town. It's cold as <laughs> You can't even get the tea out. Like, it's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. New York weather is different. Built for it, though. That's yeah, what we do. Nice. We built for it. We built for it. Timberlands come out. No white sneakers I, 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 today. But I wouldn't mind <laughs> hitting LA. I wouldn't mind hitting Houston. You know, ATL might want us to come out there. Mm. You know? Facts. Can't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. That's not Facts. how that works. Shout out to the UK. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, let's, 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 let's get go this tomorrow. Tour going. Tomorrow? tomorrow? Nah, nah. Let's go tomorrow. Nah, we got to get it right, baby. Quietly. Quietly. We got to get it right. When we step outside, <laughs> things are never going to be the same. We were supposed Facts. to do a live show with the 100th episode. <laughs> Mm. That's mm. why we are the pressure. Cause mm. like thirty episodes Yo, ago, we cut, cut to... that part out. I think they forgot. Just remind me. You're gonna be like, Yo, yeah, man, I did renege on that. Yeah, I did. I did. But it's gonna be much better now. Yo, the two people who already agreed to the first live show, stay tuned. Beyonce <laughs> ticket money. Yeah. Let's, let's charge Beyonce. Beyonce. Let's get that Beyonce let's, let's ticket money that, back. Let's get that Beyonce right. ticket Damn, money. Damn, we gotta catch them on the tax so that everybody's getting their tax money back. <laughs> get them around that time. Show a bigger man of God. Peace.
we're going to turn big into Creflo Dollar on tour. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord said, you're supposed to get this money. I can see it going down. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be perfect. Shout out to everybody that's in the building. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Got my man Brooklyn Hands. BKB in the building, you know what I mean? Cause over what up, what up, what up? Yo, AJ. AJ, stand up real quick, son. Stand wow. up real quick. Yo, you see this kid? He's going to get somebody in the championship. Okay. So, future prospect. Look nice. out for him. Look NBA. out for him. Nice. You see NBA. him on the court? Your son playing? Tell him, sit this one out. <laughs> sit this one out. Okay. <laughs> it's going to get nasty out there. Sit this one out. You heard? Nice. Shout out to AJ. Um, Splat Murder. Yo, bro, how is it like six degrees outside and you, what are you doing, bro? You look good, nigga. You look good. You don't look good with pneumonia, nigga. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You know, you got to come out of that eventually. Yeah, Jack Force's jump is outside, bro. Hell, can't do it. Cold world. What up, champ? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be free. Glad to be here. You know, not doing shit. Everything right, is going up. The trajectory is crazy. Yeah. Drink right. champs was nuts. No freaky. Yeah. yeah no, no freaky. Shout to Nori. That was that was uh insane. Great that look. Yeah, yeah right. we passed that, man. I checked that out. That was nice. We passed that, man. It was nice. We got passed it. We got passed it, bro. We got passed it. Y'all caught me already. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to Dory. Shout out to DJ EFN. Yeah. Thank y'all Shout out to them. Yeah. Everything's up, man. Make sure y'all subscribe, man. And shout out to all the people out there that I've seen today at the mall, at Shore Hills Mall. How many people? It's like maybe 26 people that recognize me out there. Maybe I heard 26? you got some flowers when you were down there. Where? I heard you got some too. Oh yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Somebody flowers. asked me, yo, nice. was I going to the Grammys? I said, why? Come <laughs> on, flowers from Nori. Shout out to the Grammys. Yeah, I'm certain. Shout out to the Grammys. Shout out to your friend. Then he too? Then I remember Those are brothers, man. Yeah, man. Then he then he gets the flowers. Nice. Gold flowers and a nice button. Nice. I was looking at y'all so much. We were actually the season for men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this year. First 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 episode of the year. Oh, that was dope. That shit shot through the roof. I fuss with We're doing something good out here. Yeah. And I real quick, I just want to say shout out to Gap Murder for the spread love. Sweatsuit. Yo, this shit mad warm award the right day. You feel me? It fit good. Black clothes, you know, Brooklyn Pause. shit. You know what I mean? So, you know, yes. shout out to that. <laughs> yeah, man. We on some Brooklyn shit. Spread love. Make Spread sure you holler at this man for these sweatshirts. Spread man. love to Brooklyn, boy. I got one I'll probably yeah. wear next episode. Mm -hmm. We got to coordinate because I ain't wearing mine when you wear yours. <laughs> we ain't gonna be in here with yeah, like a group. Yeah, what color is yours? We need some more groups, man. What, what color is yours? No, I switched it up because this color is blue. I'm wearing mine on that. Green blue. I, I got you. You got me. You my Aries, bro. So, Luke. Listen, man. Oh, they going to say make a part of the Illuminati. Listen, all day. There, oh, yeah, a, right. There's, a lot, there's a, a lot of family in the building tonight. And I love it. You know, I used to say, I know y'all see this. Fresh, look at him. Okay, stop, won't stop. I used to say when I was broke. Look at me. La, la, la. Wait till I get my money right. <laughs> la la la. Then you can't tell me nothing, right? <laughs> it, it's, it's just a beautiful life, man. It's a beautiful life. 
damn, I wanted to take that a little bit further, but we got a legendary producer in the building. If you didn't know where I was going, you're going to find out. DJ Talk is in the building. What up, what up? Madness. Legend. Legendary. Yeah, man. Legendary. Glad to be in y'all cold ass yes, city, man. Yes. <laughs> What's happening? outside. I get cold in Atlanta now, though. Yeah, it get cold. We might out of like three good cold days out of the year. You know? What the fuck is going on with the world? Because Texas is. Oh, yeah, man. Storm. You know, Earth shifting, man. There's a lot of yeah. shit going on now. Like, yeah, some yeah. shit happens. Global warming. Global warming shit catching up to all human behavior. I don't bro. think it's global warming. That shit is getting cold, bro. I think it's just it's the cold position of, it's of cool. the earth. I think yeah, it's, it, it's shifting. Yeah, it's just shifting. Right? I think Tube ain't putting nothing out in a minute. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I need to put some more shit out. It's cold. It's a heat of the You got to create a balance. All right, I got it. Yeah, man, you've been balancing this motherfucker off since you were 16, right? Yeah, really? 14, really? Yeah. 14. Mm. That's when you put your first record first out. First record out, yeah. With Raheem the Dream. Raheem the Dream, yes, sir. Oh. Mm. What is what is that like? You're like, you're in high school. High school. And they're Shit. like, yeah, that's my record. Well, <laughs> well it's crazy. Well, I, start, I started DJing when I was in middle school, right? Like 12 years old. I was DJing like 82. Right. And um, and after playing around with records, man, hearing, you know, the intro, the outro, the breakdown. Mm -hmm. Once I got, you know, making beats on the desk, mm. you know what I mean? Hitting the, folding up the paper so it sounded like an 808 snare, all that old shit. Right. So, mm. But once I got in the studio, man, I figured I had the gift, the gift to actually create. So who took you to the studio? Right. Right. Yeah. Because mm. it was crazy. He had, uh, it was a dude, it was beatboxing at first, you know, we would, I'd be DJing. It was kind of like, of course, you know, everybody wanted to do the LL and Cut Creator or the Jam Master J type shit. So right. I was, I was the main DJ for him. Mm -hmm. um, we would do parties and whatnot. So and one day he was like, "Man, I want to go to the studio and make a make a record, man. You know how to make some beats." I was like, "On the desk, but I bet you if you put me in front of drum machines, I'd go crazy." Mm -hmm. Shit, dude had a drumulator and a DMX drum machine. Wow, mm -hmm. eighty five, fucking around. Logic Seven Studio. Got in there, played around for about two hours. Got the knack of that shit. I didn't know how to MIDI nothing. I just put both of them on the same BPM and hit right. one after another. Mm -hmm. We recorded that shit on a half inch Otari multi-track. Wow. Old school shit. Old tape. school shit. And bruh, we put this record out. Because back then we had, uh, I mean, AM stations were really banging in Atlanta around that time. You wanted to hear some real hip hop shit, all the underground shit from up here, mm -hmm. anywhere else, but had to go to AM. FM wasn't really fucking with hip hop. What year was this? 82. Well, so well, 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 85, 85. Well, well, 80, well 82 oh, AM was running it, but even up to 85. Might have been, might have been the same around here. Yeah. yeah. In the yeah. early 80s. A lot of underground stuff. So, yeah. yeah. so we had V103 and then a new station, uh, KISS 104. And um, so KISS was trying to really compete with V103. So they were real open to working with a lot of local artists. But it really wasn't that many. Right. But um, shit, man, we... Made the record, went and got it mastered, and shit, man, once that shit hit the radio, man, it was like in regular rotation. So I'm coming to school like the superhero, starting to charge like, you know, 200 more for parties and shit. Mm -hmm. Teachers like, yo, that's your song I just heard? And they was playing that shit even when you get dressed. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go to school. You get home. And before you go to bed. So this is like, heard of... Song about what? At least like four times a day. Yes. Hmm. Were you getting a wow. check for that? No. You weren't? No, I didn't know anything about a check, man. Only oh, thing I knew I about a check did. was just for DJing shows and parties. I didn't know anything wow. about royalties. Wow. Yeah, I was a yeah. new jack. I didn't even know what book to pick up back then. Right. You know what I mean? Did you did you figure <clears throat> it out and get royalties for that record? You know what? I need to register that song. <laughs> <laughs> Man, think about it, because you know, with all this streaming shit, yeah. Right. My, 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 my people, you still got the original? The original song? Yeah. Nah. I mean, I got the, the wax. Yeah. Right, not, but yeah. now you don't have it like programmed oh, somewhere in Oh, no, 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 no. That was a DMX and a drum later, man. Right, right. Yeah. Machines, like, I, she might want to holler at Dress. That, that lawsuit yeah. he got popular. Right I now. heard you that. Might, I, I, yeah. 750 now, million, right? You might yeah, fall that's into crazy. that. Yeah, that's crazy. get down. Class action, yeah. that means everybody could jump in. See, what's crazy though? I started this shit in 85. I didn't see my first royalty check till 97. Damn. Well, you talking about going to college twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and that shit came from doing a Dr. Doolittle soundtrack, you know, on a song that was not even heard on that joint. Right. So that album sold about three, four million, but that Aaliyah song, Are You That Somebody, was the strongest record that really yeah. with yeah. the fire behind that. And man, shit, uh, my first royalty check from that, shit, it was about close to like a hundred and something, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, 97. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't want to go too far up into that because we nah, still nah, back nah, in nah. the nah, 85. Nah, we, we, we you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. So, just, just a quick question. There were no cell phones, right? Nope. All right. Okay. So, you were how old doing this? What, which one? With 80? Uh, Raheem. With Raheem. 14? 14. 14. Yeah. 14. Mm. 14, 15, 10th grade. Keep your kids away from your cell phones, man. <laughs> <laughs> they can they do a lot of listen, stuff. They got them cell phones. Listen, man, you talking some real shit, yeah, man. Because a lot shit. of these kids, they're they not really focusing on their craft, man. They got yeah. too many games to play. And it's like, and I always say, man, if you, if they was to cut a check when you get to the end of a Call of Duty or whatever, mm-hmm. hey, you know, after you made it to the end, boom, you put in this code, we'll send you a thousand dollar check. Right. I feel it's worth it. Right. But just playing a game just to say, oh, I finished that shit and don't get nothing and you wasting all this time and power? No, it's good for hand-eye coordination. Not if you're not What, for boxing? Yeah, you're not boxing. You definitely learn a problem solve playing video games. Yeah. I, get, I give them that. Yeah, However, that's about it. It stops right there. Yeah, and gamers can make money. Yeah. But it's these it's social media more I'm directing mm-hmm. You know, the, the shot at. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people just watching other people live their lives. Right. And they're not doing anything about their own. Real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. That's real. And at 14, 15, shit, I was cutting hair, selling candy, and DJing. Yeah, I was hustling. Did you make it? No, that's Yeah, it's dirty. Selling candy and making beats. Yeah. And you was on the radio. Yeah. You can't. You my can't teachers won't be able to tell me shit. They, they wasn't, man. Yeah. I used to finish my work before everybody and join the whole class out. Like, Whoever got the craziest looking sneakers, I'm like, <laughs> just hitting them, bro. I was well, going crazy though, man. And like I say, I'm, I'm glad I tapped into my gift right. back then um, and, and just took it seriously. But like I say, I didn't really, I really can't say I took it seriously until I actually read and got some knowledge on what I was supposed to be getting. Cause, and it took for, um, 
My man, DJ Magic Mike, I don't know if y'all heard of him. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, out of Orlando. So he was right. producing a whole lot of stuff, independent label and everything. He was like, one time I was talking to him, he was like, yo, man, so what you saw off that new shit, off that Shadi album, off the New Jack City soundtrack? I was like, man, all I got was my 1500 up front. He was like, mm. bro, you ain't get no royalties? He said, man, that album sold almost five million. That was uh, Color Me Bad, I Wanna Sex You Up. So, mm -hmm. but um, y'all, you remember the song Dick in the Dirt, right? The yeah. part when yeah. uh, that's when Nick, was uh, when, when G Money was in like, yo, this shit made me just suck your dick when they ride in the Jeep. Yeah, yeah. that was my track playing. Wow. Yeah, I did that. Damn. Yeah, Dick in the Dirt for two live crew. I produced wow. that. SP twelve hundred. SP twelve hundred. Wow, I remember that. That yeah. soundtrack was amazing. Yes, it was. And you Incredible. were just get, you were just you getting fifteen hundred. All I yeah. got was my producer fee. I didn't no royalty. You know what I mean? I didn't know about that shit. Mm. Yeah, so so what did Magic Mike it. tell you? Oh, he was like, yo, man, you got a lot to learn, bro. He basically sent me to school. I bought a book by Donald Passman, another one by Kasif. Mm. Kasif, old school producer. Yeah. I think he passed away, but he produced a lot of some of the R&B stuff that, you know, right. from back in the days. But he wrote a uh, music book, too. And uh, shit, that's why I got a lot of game from that, man. I started mm. understanding sync fees. Mm. And shit, man, once you understand that sync fee game, bro, mm. it's just it's a lot. A lot of checks so, attached. So you read Donald L. Passman's All You Need to Know About the Music Business? Yes, sir. Yeah, I know about yeah, that book. Yeah, that's one of them one. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't I read the, the whole book. I went to the main chapter that was based around what, what I yeah, had. Yeah, production and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And then when I figured I had a song on a soundtrack, that's when I handled my business the right way. And next thing you know, bro, shit, that check showed up. And it was, it was something. How much was that? It was like, the first one was like 100. I had a, my foot was out in the streets too, though. So really, once I saw that check, once I saw what was more than what I had in my safe, yeah. oh, that's when I stopped. I was like, all right, I'll take that. So you was hustling. Yeah, I was reading that. That was my next question. What was happening <laughs> between point A and point B? Yeah, hustling, DJing, upfront money, touring, and yeah. After I come off tour, I come back and make plays. Touring with uh, shit, Poison Clan, MC Shadi. Um, well, during that year though, I was touring, DJing for uh, Goody Mob. Oh, that's yeah, what's I was, up. Yeah, I was Yeah, we was with the uh, the Fugees and the Roots. Yeah, that was a nice mm. tour, man. Mm. Yeah, we came through here. Yeah, we was all over there. Mm. What? What? How? When? When do you think you started to become a household name or a go to guy for either? D well, DJing is, it sounds like everybody's coming to get you. Yeah, I went. I'm battling this stuff. I I get down. Like I battle. A scrap. Yeah, I like still scrap. got battle routines. Yeah, yeah. I was up here for the new music seminar. Sheesh. Yeah, when Melly Mel took Mikey D's belt. Y'all remember that shit? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I heard about it. I yeah, that, that shit was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Mikey so I was a, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, it's a new music seminar. It used to be a rap. They had the rap battle and the DJ battle. Yeah, yeah Melly ain't tell us about that. Melly Mel? She, yeah, he, he told us a lot of other stuff, though. He told us yeah, a Melly Mel walked out of there with Mike D's belt because you get these big belts that look like they're wrestling type joints. You know what right. I mean? And, uh, and Mikey D burnt them on stage, but Mel was like, Looked at the crowd, fuck that shit. Cause Mel had won the year before. He said, man, you don't get no belt. And he just, the crowd just opened up. He walked off stage with both belts. Everybody was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that shit, man. <laughs> yes. That's how I like that. Yeah. I was Luke. Yeah. Cause you know, cause when I was touring with, uh, with Shadi, and, yeah. uh, and that's when Luke was like, yo man, I want to put you in a battle. You know what I mean? Right. But I flew up here too late, man. And that's when Scratch won that year. Scratch, yeah. yeah, I remember that. That would have been hell. Cause you he, think you could have took him? I don't know. He did a hell of a, he yeah. got down. Honestly, he got up on the table and did some shit that I usually didn't do, but on a straight up type routine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he did some extra body tricks that was like, yeah, he might would have got me on that. 
He's still that with scratch. That's my guy. That that I think that was the year that made him a legend. Like that. Yeah. Winning that one specifically. Yep. Then next thing you know, he was with EPMD. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That was dope. Now touring with Luke. You ain't just going to tiptoe past that one like that when I was talking. Oh my God. Yeah, what would, I mean, yeah, you were fresh out of high school at the time. Yeah, that's when I was with MC Shadi. Yep. Yikes. What was that like? Because Luke, you know, they were, they were pretty much, they, they, this, is, this is the era when they were trying to ban two live crew. Well, right. that was later on, and I was the, I was on that tour too because I was with the Poison Clan, the band, yeah. the band in the USA tour. And that J- was 1990, 1990. Yeah, right. but when I was with Shadi, that was 87, 88, you know, a little bit of 89. Right. But uh, yeah, that yeah, that was a hell of a um, a hell of a eye opener, I would say, as far as to the real industry. Because when I was with Raheem, you know, we'd go do shows and come back home the same night. Or either to just do shows on the weekend because I still had to go to school or whatnot. Right. But man, shit, when Shadi came to my crib and Oh, keep in mind, I never flew. I had never flown until I got with Shadi. Mm. I never even left Georgia for real. We just go outside of Georgia, do shows, and come back. Mm. But being on a real tour and going for like two or three weeks at a time, yeah. my parents wasn't used to that shit. I wasn't used to it. So it was a whole new experience, man. But um, yeah, being the youngest guy on that tour bus, man, I learned a lot fast, real yeah. fast. I came yeah. back home, real player. <laughs> had way more, more game, way more game than the average 18, 19 year old motherfucker for real. Yeah, yeah. right. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, that's Luke. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what's the, what's the environment looking like? The environment, man. All right, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Well, the first time I actually saw that type of action, where I was with Shy D first, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I ain't saying too much. These are facts. Um, we was with. We did a few shows with NWA, NWA. and I remember them, man. Yeah, they used to have girls lined up outside the door, man, just taking time to take a turns to holler at Easy. Wow! I'm talking about like ten girls outside the hotel just door, waiting for to Easy, holler at Easy. Mm. wait for their turn. Mm. <laughs> and I guess what? I look young, wild ass was like, man, I want to experience that shit. Wow! <laughs> and uh. Yeah, it didn't get to that point, but uh, it was definitely whatever you say, man. If you hit that stage and whatever I did, second setting records on fire, doing DJ routine, and when you get back to that hotel, man, and that lobby just loaded with women of all flavors, tall, thick, short, whatever, all flavors. You know, you could double up, triple up if you want to. That mm. shit felt like some Brazil shit, man, on tour as a young man. <laughs> 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 not spinning some DR nothing. shit. <laughs> Straight yeah, groupies. Yeah. You know, the groupie level, it was just... You know, all that shit was just so wide open back then, man. Right. You know, and you guys were young, having having fun, man, having a great time, dog. Uh, you, you, what was what's the craziest story that came out of that? Silence, silence. Ah, uh, out of that tour, man, we got in a big fight with Rob Bass and them back then. That shit was crazy. No. Oh, how that started? Yeah. What happened? Man, sound check. They, they 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 two times in a row. They was um. They went like 30 minutes late on the sound check. And by the time we did our sound check, the crowd, they started letting people in the building. Right. And so it was just good. fucked up. Luke right. said, man, I run that shit again. It's going to be some problems. This is my motherfucking tour. So Rob and them had their own bus and everything. Right. But yeah, it got a little crazy, man. Like the third time they tried that, it was a little scuffle. We worked it out. The tour went on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, man, Luke and them got into it with everybody. I wasn't there when they got into it with Ron DMC. That happened. Yeah. Luke and them got into it with Ron DMC also. There was a few little uh, things, man. I'm taking. See, on. man, we used to get this down the south, man. Y'all know that, man. We, they yeah. kind of shit yeah. on us I mean, a little not, bit, not, man. Not really. We used to get I, shitted on. I feel up. like y'all believe that, but New York really, like, you know, what I'm saying, like, for for a while, like, the southern sound 
was cultivated up here. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, but when it came to hip hop, yeah, it was like, hey man, y'all late. Yeah, we all gonna catch on later on, but y'all gotta listen to us, you know, y'all, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's and, and the respect it, came. Just start here. Yeah, yeah, you know definitely. Yeah, it, I don't I don't know so much as we were dissing you and shitting on you versus we just had a dis that New York had a disregard in general. Now we just gotta, didn't know y'all were doing anything. But 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 now you gotta remember now, I'm speaking of 87, 88. That's my point. Mm. Shit. We don't happening. have we don't have we don't have the technology <laughs> to know that y'all are doing whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. And right. If the tapes ain't coming up and a couple people ain't here, right, right, right. Yeah, you'd be know? like, eh. You, yeah. you know what? You got to blame the majors for that. Okay. Because when you when you the majority of New York artists, yeah, are on major labels and they're marketing in other areas, right? Whatever was happening locally didn't survive once it got got up to New York. Well, see, I'm gonna tell you, mm. that's true too. But on the street shit. Cats from up top never looked at the South as slow. But on the music, they always look at us like we were slow at one point. Like, oh, yeah. It just be slow. Like, man, y'all just getting that. Y'all late. Y'all, y'all slow it's, it's down true. there. It's true. But yeah, on the street shit, though, a lot of cats from up here knew like, hey, oh, okay. Yeah, they getting down too. But on the music game, it took a minute for us to get our respect, man. I'm telling yeah. you. It, I, we, I ain't going to say we had a hard time, but it, was, it took I, a minute. I think it goes hand in hand with another game. Mm-hmm. And New York was just everywhere with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On that other side. Yeah. You know, we was everywhere. Yeah. So I feel but like. see, a lot of shit you meet down in there, you know, from yeah. down in Atlanta. Like, that's where all the players used to meet back right. in the, like, shit. Even from the 70s up to the 80s. That was the, that was the spot. spot. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 you want to get that pack and go back to wherever, Milwaukee, whatever. You meet here in Atlanta. That used right. to be the hub. A lot of people didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, my old, my uncles and my my pop man, that's that, they were moving. They mm-hmm. were getting down, and I used to be a young dude listening too much, listening too hard. Actually, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Right. <clears throat> Trying to be right. like them. Right. Yep. Just so you know, we were wrong <laughs> in doing it that way. We were wrong to treat y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, we oh, oh, oh it's gravy. It's yeah. gravy. I well, love it. What man. we should have done was start cultivating, start. You know what I'm saying? Listening, mm-hmm. pulling it, taking you under the wing, and hey, listen, yeah. here's no, what but we that doing. But see, but what happened? Oh, yeah, but not. They, well, they're I mean, not lying. He's not wrong in feeling that they yeah, were being consistent. When I used to be on the turntables and do certain shit, well, you can't be from Atlanta. Got to be from up top doing that shit. I was like, no. Man, and who, who was saying, saying that? that? People in Atlanta? People, no, Atlanta. people from up north were saying that. Uh, people from New York. Like, I was DJing a lot of parties in the AU Center. Right. So, you know, in, you know, in the whole AU Center, you got people from everywhere, but a lot mm. of New York cats. And uh, yeah, when I get on turntables, like, oh, boy, you got to be from up top doing that shit, man. Don't nobody do that. I'm like, no, I'm from Atlanta, born and raised. Q Spalding Medical Center. Like, come but, on. But you were special. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So that's why they were saying. But that was a compliment. Was it was a compliment, but like, you can't be from here type shit. It was yeah, like, come on, man. And, and you knew it. Wasn't everybody yeah, else doing you know, that? Yeah. You know, it was, it was, <laughs> made you unique. You know I mean? It was a compliment. Yeah, but, you know what I'm saying? But it was, you know, it was a little even. It was like, you know, I was like, yeah. If, 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 it, if it makes you feel any better, y'all got us back. <laughs> well, yeah, we weren't trying to get y'all back. We were just really focusing on the world. Atlanta got us back. Yeah, but but time. just know, everything, man, from the beginning, a lot of that shit we were basing it around. Even the stuff I was doing for uh, Raheem the Dream, mm-hmm. shit, he was chasing his LL bag. You know, he started getting mm-hmm. into the thesaurus, using big words and shit. Yeah. So, and I was on some Bobcat cut creator shit, trying to be like mm-hmm. Jam Master J and the rest mm-hmm. of them. So. Right. All the influence was definitely there. Facts. Right. Yeah, I, can dig it. I was man. I could do some boom bap tracks like it ain't shit because yeah. that was the sound before we developed ours right. down here. Yeah, it was like shit. I first got an SP. Yeah, I was 
speed sampling records and going crazy. And I said, mm-hmm. you would have thought, once again, well, you can't be from Atlanta doing that shit. But I was actually doing, <laughs> doing some up top type shit, though. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, yeah, y'all we definitely have an influence. What would, you, yeah. what would you say is, are the key components to the Atlanta sound? Um, A lot of the soul, because, you know, a lot of, you know, that's really, when you think of Atlanta, man, um, you got to keep in mind that's the R&B era. First of all, the state of Georgia, you know, because people had a little debate with me one time. I was like, yo, you know, I respect New York, what they do, but a lot of y'all breakbeats came from the South. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, but then a lot of soul records came from, you talking about Millie Jackson, mm-hmm. Hamilton Bohannon, Hamilton Bohannon, Cameo, mm-hmm. uh, shit, it's a long list. We can keep going. Um, uh, Ray Charles. Ray Charles, oh, yeah. fucking, uh, Ray Charles is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gene Carn, Curtis Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis Mayfield. Man, we go on a list, yeah, of a lot of stuff that came from Atlanta. So that's an influence because my dad used to sing too. He was in a group called MVPs and they were signed to Buddha Records. Mm-hmm. You remember that little label with the Buddha? Gladys Knight and everybody was signed. Gladys Knight and Pips from Atlanta. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. Like, so it was just we our sound was kind of like some R and B shit at first. Cause the first rap that came out, out of Atlanta, first rapper for real was a guy named Mojo. And if you hear his song, that was back in 82. You would have thought it was a... What was the name of the song? Uh, Let Mojo Handle It. Yeah. <laughs> Let Mojo Handle It. <laughs> We're going to check this out and when you hear real it, quick. And, 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 and when you hear it, it reminds you... James Brown. It reminds you of a, of a James Brown rap record. Oh, it popped right up, too. Let Mojo Handle It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you went to Washington High School. Yep. Hold on. Yeah, Mojo going to love this. <laughs> if we can... If you could do it, yeah, right. Yeah, you play like a little clip. Don't okay. don't play the whole shit. But I want to hear what this sounds. Like. And it's funny. It's like a little skit at the beginning. There you go. Yeah. Who's phone connected to my speaker? Oh, what? what happened? <laughs> It's a rap song. It's a rap song. See? There we go. Damn, is that just an instrumental? If so, I need to sample that shit. That's been still jamming. It would have started already, right? Damn. Yeah, that's an instrumental. Damn. Uh, I didn't even have that back then, the instrumental. Fuck. That shit sound crazy. Let me see. Yes, Commissioner. That's it. Hey, man, it's the Joker. Wait a minute, Commissioner. Go and we're tired of taking all these orders. Now, these are not those smoking days. So you better listen closer to what I say. It wasn't no sampling, it was bands. You had to have a band to get some music back band. then. Yeah, 82. Huh? 82. 82. Boy, you fucking the world up with this one. That's who 
Ooh, boy, you fucking around bringing Mojo back out the woods. Wow, that's that's still crazy. living and everything. They just honored him down there too, man. Yeah, that's yeah man. Yeah, we still wow. call him on stage when we talk about just hip hop Atlanta, that, you know, as far as legends. See, now, the, the funny thing about that is when I said what, what's the key components to the Atlanta sound, mm -hmm. um, I never think sampling. Right. I always mm. think. Yeah. Something played out. Real, yeah, heavy musical. Drums, yeah, heavy eight oh eight, and that's how. Yeah, yeah, and, you know what I mean. And yeah, so to hear of, that, hear that, knowing yeah. that was going on while we was sampling. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's, I mean, but up it. here, no, eighty two, y'all wasn't even sampling. Y'all had bands 82. too. Y'all had bands. All that shit. It was here, coming. It was coming shit. from the disco era. Yeah, no, but it wasn't the sampling. It was just it was bands. It wasn't right. Like, that's what I'm saying no, because the disco era was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that enjoy Sugar Hill. Boy, that. The band, they played it. Think about rappers delight. They played that shit just like Sheik. Yeah. Whoever that band was, they were incredible. Exactly. Wow. Mm. All that treacherous three shit. Yeah, man. That that was real bands, but uh yeah, we didn't have SPs and nothing back then. You had right, to really right. round mm. up a, yeah, so that's what in Atlanta we used to have a lot of live bands. They used to battle down there, man. Like had a band called Maga Brain, um, Bad Water, all kind of bands, and they used to battle a lot. So when, when Mojo decided to make a song, yeah, he got with a band and rest is rapped over the beat. Wow. Yeah, when nobody on drum machines and none of that shit. And he was the first rapper to come out of First, that. yes, sir. Hmm. Mm. Salute to Mojo. Yeah, Mojo. Bro. Salute, respect. Yes, sir. Salute. Now, there's a couple other rappers from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, this, this that's a lot. You yeah. help cultivate okay. this sound. Hmm. Who would you say... Uh, Damn, it's, it's two big names right at the top. But Trap Music was uh, a project that you worked a lot on. Yes, sir. Um, one. Before T.I., was anybody else that you were working with out there? Before Tip, uh, I produced some stuff for Lil John, a song called uh, Shawty Freak a Little Something. Shawty Freak a Little Something. Yeah, that yeah, was Jazzy Faye singing on the hook. Okay, yeah, nice. so I produced that. Yeah. Um, who else before T.I., um, like I say, yeah, Raheem, Shadi, yeah, mm -hmm. Raheem, Shadi, Lil John, and T.I., yeah, mm -hmm. and went from there. And after T.I. was Jeezy. Mm -hmm. T.I. was Jeezy, yeah. 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 What was the T.I. connecting, like- Oh, how that happened? Yeah, how that happened. Well, when I was, uh, when my other foot was out there, me and this guy, too, May he rest in peace. Um, we used to get down. And um, he used to always tell me, like, hey, man, you know, I got a little cousin. He could rap his ass off. I said, man, we just got to keep him out of jail, though. He always getting into shit. Mm -hmm. He hard-headed as hell, but you got to hear him, too. So one time, he just brought him. I saw him walking up the driveway, little skinny motherfucker, like he got wings and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was 19 then. Yeah. So uh, I had my little 300ZX system in there so he had a cassette man he was like yeah you know we sat out there in the driveway listening to his shit and i was blown away bro his rap patterns like all in between the beats and this 1997 right here yeah. you know what i mean mm. so and he had dude, bars bars and he had bars Shout bars i'm talking about punchline right. city yeah. like yeah. back to back i'm like ooh. Yeah. but at first it was him and the psc right. and not to take nothing away from them they were cool but whenever his verse came i was like god damn who was dude he's like yeah that's me so I ended up asking that three songs in a row, and that's why I finally hit stop. I eject the tape. I ain't even I, my, I hit the stop button on the, in the car. I was like, "Hey man, listen, <clears throat> your boys are cool, but we need to work on you. Yeah. We'll come back and get them." 
Like now I'm fucking with you. Right. And so, man, we went to the um, studio and I say the first song we did was called VIP, mm-hmm. Stay Down. I still got some of those on tape too. I wish I brought mm-hmm. them with me. Mm-hmm. They cold, man. Those um, are unreleased, right? Unreleased, yeah. Mm-hmm. But those are the ones that got everybody attention because I was running around the city thumping that shit like a sack. Like, nigga, I got the new motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rapping all y'all. You know, of course, you know, you got Outkast, but as far as a solo rapper, right. bars, you know, then, you know, half. He's half New York, half Atlanta too, because this yeah. old man used to be up here. Yeah. So, I, and I didn't learn that till later on. I'll say that again. <laughs> his, old, his old man used to stay up here. Right. So, so he's, half, he's half. Yeah, half and half. Yeah, that's a Harlem. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. You so credit for that one. So his his ear was a little bit more seasoned than the average nineteen year old in a, out of Atlanta. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he was listening to all the old school shit too. So his that's why his his patterns and everything, the way he's just approached the beat. Was totally different from any artist, and I was working on like three or four artists at the time right. before when we met. Man, I, I still love y'all, <laughs> but man, when that dude came, when I met him, bro, he like, came all right, all right, I had to put them to the I call, side, I call, I call, man. Call y'all next yeah. month. Yeah, man. So we here. I had my little studio set up. He'll come through, man. Just written it. I mean, I didn't have to record. I was able to just make the beats. But right. it, we would record somewhere else. But man, yo, after about three or four, about, after we did about four songs, I knew we had a chemistry, bro. And we started moving around with, um, with, um, with the little demo. And I recruited uh, Jason Jeter to be his manager. Because I was like, yo, I'm the producer. I'm not really a manager. But right. Jason was uh, interning at Patchwork. He, was, he had just moved from New Jersey to Atlanta. Right. And um, after a few studio sessions, um, nah. You know what though? Before Tip, I would say I did something for Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Yeah. Yeah. And how, uh, was, how was that? That was a cool. A song called Bandits. Polo the Don. Yeah. That's when he was rapping. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Group called Jim Crow. Yeah. So uh, that was Polo. Uh, dude named Motown and who else? Uh, damn, I can't think about the cat name. But mm-hmm. yeah, Jim Crow. And, um, Shout out to Jim Crow. Yeah, and um, we was at Patchwork, so I just basically I used to see Jay reading books all the time. I'm like, damn, dude, you know what's up? You in the industry? Are you trying to get into it? He's like, man, I'm thinking about management. I said, I got a little dude who you may want to manage. Right. So I introduced them to man. We just started hanging out, hitting Buckhead every weekend, hitting all the clubs. I won't even say weekend because it was somewhere to go almost every day of the week in Atlanta. Right. And so. I just started, you know, taking them around with me, man, and people started getting more familiar with them. What was T.I. like back then? See, a young player, seasoned. Like, I used to come out to the club with a few numbers, but that boy there, at 19, he was coming out. He was, he was coming up. He was a little player yeah. now. Right. Yeah, That's he was on up. this shit. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, we talking about before anything, yeah. just his game. Just, you know, he just yeah. had some slick shit to say. He's an old soul. Yeah. You know, he got a, definitely got tell. an old soul. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah. yeah. See, he was hollering. I mean, I mean, it's old school shit. You know, he's marrying everything now. Right. But yeah, he was he was dating a grown ass lady back then. Mm. Yeah, at mm. nineteen, yeah, driving mm. a car and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's a player now. Oh, yeah, he's one of them dudes. So, so, man, and um, so from there, mm-hmm. you you got him to a level where he got the record deal. Yes, sir. What happened? Um, so after we recorded the songs. All of us had a copy, me, him, and Jason. So mm-hmm. Jason caught KP, because KP was the A&R at LaFace at that time. Right. And um, 
Kawan Prather. Kawan Prather, yes, sir. Yeah. Shout out Kawan. I, re I remember having a meeting with that guy. I'll talk about that another yeah, time. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was real interesting. Okay. That's <laughs> when I knew the South was definitely about to take over this whole okay. shit. Okay, right. Because mm. he, he sat in that meeting and he was like, all you New York niggas is nice. You got something else? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm supposed to be whack? <laughs> what the fuck we supposed wow. to do there? That's how you know I mean? came crazy, the wow. two. And I was like, ah, yeah, this shit about to Yeah, we change. had something to say. Yeah, we had something to say. Look like Drake said, we had something to say. And um, and Kawan, uh, KP, he was with uh, Parental Advisory at that time. Right. And so when Jason let uh, KP hear the demo, he was like, oh my God, this little nigga's dope. He said, matter of fact, let's get him on one of PA records. So he got on one of PA songs and just bust, went crazy. Mm -hmm. And um. And shit, next thing you know, I think KP took it through all the face. He fell in love with it. He had a deal. Yeah. That's when the face was still in Atlanta. Right. And that era right there, Atlanta was all right. We was we was all right for a minute. So so death played a major part. Shout out to JD. Yeah. But JD when the face touched down in Atlanta, when LA Reed and Babyface set that label up in Buckhead, right on Peachtree, bro, that shit just took us to a whole nother level because mm -hmm. we never had that type of access ever. Right. Like I say, the biggest label we had was So So Definitely. Of course, you had Ichiban, but they was more of a distribution label. Right. But the face was that label. You walk in that building, come out with a check longer than your fucking arm. You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, man. Uh, once we got that deal, you know, it went smooth. But then, um, of course, things start changing. That's what they No, did. no, no. A lot happened in between that time. Yeah. You made 24s? Well, 24s was with Atlantic. That's right. when after we, that's when the when the deal had um, basically fizzled out because right. we got released from um, LaFay's Aristos slash. What happened? What was the problem? Um, well, after KP left, it was really nobody in the building rah rah for, for us. You know did, what I mean? Did so, he go to Columbia? Well, we we hit a few labels when we came up here. We did meetings. We No, no KP. I think he went to Columbia next, right? Yep, he did go to Columbia. Yeah, yeah I think Sony. Was Sony Columbia? What was it? Yeah, uh, yeah, Sony. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, the, that's most likely yeah, that's what you... Yeah, <laughs> look, at, look at the That's what I ran into. Oh, shit. Yeah, and so... <laughs> it was funny, though, man, because when we came up here, we was talking to Mark Pitts, and, you know, and we were basically like, you know, me, Tip, and Jason sitting in the office. We was, uh, it was, shit, man, it might have been almost like 12 inches of snow when we came up here that time. Yeah. And uh, Mark was like, so what y'all want to do, man? Working on another album? We're like, man, we really want to get off the label, dude, because we ain't getting no real support. No. You know, we down here with our mixtapes and shit, we doing shows off Dope Boys in the Trap. And that was the biggest song yeah. off that I'm Serious album, which was a great album, right. but it just went kind of, yeah. you know, with no, with no push behind it, you know, mm -hmm. no type of energy, man. It just kind of fell between the holes. But um, and they let us off the label, and that's when we went to, you know, we did a meeting with Atlantic. All that shit happened in one week up here. We mm. was moving around. And Atlantic gave us the deal that we were really looking for. Yeah. Mm. Was was he signing your production? Nope. No. Nope. It was just a connection. Just a connect. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Even after reading the Donald Passman, I didn't yeah, learn. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you that was a chapter I didn't know. <laughs> you still didn't figure it out. It's a little good. A little no good. now. Right. But yeah, but um, yeah, because I'm, I'm officially supposed to be the third owner of Grand Hustle for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, like I said, we worked everything out, you know, everything mm -hmm. was, you know. They did right, Mike. Executive, yeah. I was executive producer on the first two albums, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so Major cool. albums. Yeah. Major. Definitely. Tick was one of the guys who made everyone look at the South different. Yeah. Yeah. Him, Definitely. Luda, Field Mob. Outcast. Jeezy. Out, Outcast, of course. Jeezy. Cell Therapy Jeezy. Boys. Jeezy. Yeah. Oh, Goody Mob, for sure. Goody Mob. I, I say Jeezy was the, was really the one that 
Okay. I gotta yeah. I gotta say I Well, Jeezy nah. played his part, but more you saw more cats wanted to be like, you know how like a lot of folks want to be like, what makes an artist that artist when motherfuckers got you on a wall as a poster and want to be like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear my hat like that. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna dress like that motherfucker right there. Right. I went through my LL stage. I used to rap a little bit. I got bars, <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> but I used to have rappers on my wall, you know what I can say? You know, it wasn't no weird shit back yeah. then to have yeah. your favorite, you know, slick rip poster right. or whatever. Right. So mm -hmm. I wanted to be like LL. Hey, I had Kangos and everything. You might see me on a few old school album covers. You'd be like, oh, two was on his LL shit. You <laughs> right. know? Yeah, so my dress code and everything. And I saw a lot of cats wanting to be like Tip yeah, and right. like T.I. And then uh, at the same time, when he was on stage, I'm watching these girls go crazy. And the last time I saw women scream like that was for LL. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I got a fucking superstar right here, bro. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Once I saw it, how he covered the South, and then we started doing shows everywhere else, I'm like, oh, okay, this ain't just no Southern shit. Right. Mm -hmm. This dude got something for real, you know? So how, when, when he popped up with Rubber Band Man. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Puff was in the video. It was like the ultimate yeah. cosign. And see, yeah. and that's when the um and that that and from Puff being that on that connect, because before we signed with Atlantic, yeah, Puff was definitely just trying to sign the bad boy. Yeah. Puff had uh, I think going into the year two thousand two or three, Puff sent us a tour bus and we came and brought the New Year's in in Miami with him. And that was like his way of like, all right, let me let y'all know how serious I am. Right. And I tell you your whole crew, man, I'm gonna send the bus for y'all. And yeah, we kicked it. It was yeah. it was incredible. Yeah. But uh he decided to go with Atlantic. Wow. But Puff still like, you know, I fucked with you. So he came to the video. Yeah, that played a major part. Nice. He showed up. Is yeah, that Banner's beat? Say it again? Band Band. Yeah, yeah, Band that's David that's Banner. David yeah, Band. shout, shout out, out to David Banner. Yeah, that's my guy. That was, yeah. a, that was a blast. Oh, yeah. You still have, uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. because <laughs> That's going to be a whole big conversation. We so no. Yeah, he's, he's rushing through this stuff. Yeah, oh, my bad. Cause cause like, how, see are you, how are you doing? Because for him, he's, he's done it already. So he's just. <laughs> I mean, what you, you know, when you talk about, you know, T.I.'s <laughs> biggest you? records. Can we, can we get to how they were created? Which ones? Pick one, because you got all of them. Well, all right, let's say, um, sort of rubber band, man. You got the rest. Well, let me see. When you think of uh, the ones that really, like I say, the I'm Serious album, I didn't have any like singles off that one mm -hmm. until Dope Boys in the Trap, but we never did get a video for that mm -hmm. because by that time we was off the label, so we did our own independent video. I don't mm -hmm. know if y'all pulled that shit up. I was acting like L.A. Reed or whatnot because <laughs> I was playing as L.A. Reed in the video type shit. Right. And it was like Tip calling him saying, hey man, you know, I'm ready to get off the label type shit. So we did like a little whole reenactment of that shit. But when he really got noticed um, and we was putting mixtapes out. And so Dope Boys in the Trap, like I say, was the leading record. But the In the Streets mixtape was a song 24s. Mm -hmm. That was a beat. I was yeah. cutting hair mm -hmm. every day. So that was the first song I heard from Tip. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I had so early I got up that morning, created that track. And then, you know, uh, as a producer, you know, you had that one track that you're working on. You just let that shit play all day for like four hours. Right. You go right. get something to eat and come back. Right. And listen to that shit again. Yeah. Walk on this side of the house. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. still jam. <laughs> Outside the door. Yeah, closing. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you just keep listening to it. It was the yeah, track of the day. Right. Yeah. And so he came to get a haircut, got him in the chair. He was like, Man, Charlie, that shit, that hard. Cause you was still cutting hair. Yeah, I was still cutting hair then. Yeah. Mm. yeah I cut him the whole PSC. I keep everybody faded up. Right. And so uh, he was like, Charlie, that shit hard. So he couldn't even keep his hands still because he was bobbing. I was like, hey, man, let me just stop that shit. I said, I'm going to play it when I'm getting back to your lineup. But right, right. now on his fade, you know. Right. And so um, by the time I was lining his shit up and finished the haircut, he was like, man, I got a whole song of that shit. 
he was making a song oh. in his hair while I was cutting his hair. Right. He said, mm. man, please, man, don't even play that shit for nobody else. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, the whole breakdown and everything. Right. It was like, all, I, you know how you make shit in a song mode, so you're just going to let it loop. Right. You know, so the breakdown and everything. So he just, he fell in love with that shit. He had the song written. And uh, once we went to the studio, laid it down, put it on the mixtape, Radio stations was giving us crazy support. Even with being unsigned, they were still playing our shit. Mm-hmm. Man. Who, was the, who was the top DJ at the time in Atlanta? Yeah, Greg Street. Street. Yeah. yeah, Greg Street definitely shows some love. Shout, Shout out. out. That's my dog. Yeah, Street! And um, yeah, he ran that shit, man. And um, next thing you know, uh, that's when the Atlantic saw the traction that we was making with that song. Mm-hmm. And that's when he was like, hey, you know what? We ready to sign y'all right now. Whatever numbers y'all were talking about, we we willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, let's do a video as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Shit, man, they came and after the deal, I, shit, they came with a real budget, man. We had to done the video and everything. How much? How much was that contract? That deal was worth about eh, about two or three mil. You mm-hmm. know, two or three mil. Yeah. But you had to you had to bring the attention to yourselves. First, yes, yes, your yes. We definitely had to get Pay the buzz attention, going. fellas. Got, had to get the buzz going. Yeah, right. for sure. And um, and we were kind of like it wasn't really too many people doing mixtapes in Atlanta around that time either. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. we came up here and caught vapors on that shit. And we, I think when when they went to Texas and they saw how the screwed up click was moving around down there, with like Slim Thug in there, right. Yeah, right. it was billionaires off that shit. And so that's when he brought that whole energy and he was like, let's just get all these hot ass beats and." Just put these shits out. I didn't understand that shit at first. Right. You know, mixtape. I'm thinking mixtape, like mixing and shit, yeah. DJ and scratching. DJ, right. yeah. You know, that's what I used to do. Right. But he was like, no. And then when they start playing, um, I think I was listening to uh, what Children of the Corn and mm. Ron G and all of them. And oh, I was like, oh, okay, that's the type wow. mixtape you're talking about. about. Okay. Yeah. This is before so, you hooked up with drama, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. In the streets. Yeah. That was just shit we were putting out. You know, getting them printed up. Had a little artwork with everybody on the cover or whatnot. Oh, that shit, it, it, the magic was, everything aligned the way it was supposed to go, man. It made a lot of sense. Before, just to go back a quick second, when mm-hmm. you're on the face, mm-hmm. KP leaves, mm-hmm. you're getting no support. Right. What was that, what were those talks like? When did you realize that no one was going to move for you at all? Because looking back on it now, <laughs> it feels like somebody should be fired. Shit, yeah, when Jason couldn't get nobody on the phone. Mm. Yeah, it was like, man, let's just go up there. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> we just made that drive. And that's when... um. L.A. sat with us, and then like when I, he left and went to lunch, and we was talking to uh, Mark Pitts. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, Mark was like, hey, man, you going you know, to let you off the contract. Because at first, you know, our main thing was like, man, don't just, come on, don't just hold us up, man. We trying to move forward. You see what's happening. What was facing? What did what, what L.A. What was say? the issue? Yeah. What well, L.A. Issue? was about to, see, L.A. was Is about Is the whole regime change thing? Like? That, that whole thing, yeah, because just think. Uh, see, crazy. honestly, man, and I asked L.A., um, one time, and uh, I said, hey, man, why did you sell the face, man? Why did you? Right. He, said, he said Prince told him, man, that was the worst thing he could have done. Man. He said Prince cussed him out real bad about that. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. um, I asked him straight up, like, dude, what happened? You know, He was just like, man, just, just a deal he couldn't deny. And I'm like, man, if you would have kept that shit going in Atlanta, don't you know? Like, come on, you was winning back to back. Everything mm-hmm. came out of the face was fire. Yeah, and you know he, he I mean? couldn't give you a real answer as to why he sold it. Couldn't get a real, yeah. Of course, you know he, he wasn't gonna tell me all the business, the background part. But he just said, yeah, right. he, he regret that shit. He said, Chris well, told somebody me that should get fired. I'm always around. super curious about label politics in the building when the artist fi- 
finds out that no one is supporting it. No one. And the talent always seems to be super obvious. And, but it, but it's usually when, like that. when there's a change in who's running. Yeah, because the whole the face is, at basically fizzled out around that time, too. But, that, but that's my... The talent doesn't change. So you're right. selling it to people who are coming in claiming they know the music right. business. Talent. Usher's still Usher. But see, the thing about it, now you got to remember now, L.A. not taking away anything from him. That's my dog. He wasn't really... He's not really a rap guy. He's more of the R and B guy. Right. Mm. Fair enough. So you got to think that why it was only two rap groups on the face, Outkast and, and, um, and yeah. Goody Mob. Well, Young Bloods came later on. Yeah. Later on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was more of an R and B label. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So L.A. wasn't he? Even when we were talking about doing a video, Dope Boys in the Trap. He didn't. He was like, "What the hell is the trap?" You know? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? This is right. OG. You know, do R and B out of Ohio. You know, he, he, don't he, know he ain't know nothing. Yeah, That's right. when you got to trust shit. the people that you hire. That's yeah, no, but 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 but, but, but how it's was going. like it's like but KP it's, was gone. So it's giving somebody else credit when they work with an artist that was there before they got there. It's like mm-hmm. that was somebody else's project. You I, know what I mean? Like I, it's I understand it, but I've never I've never been a fan of that that way of thinking. I think that shit is corny. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think, well, that's I'm a fact. I think that's yeah. super corny. That's a fact. We we've heard so many artists talk about yeah, and then we you know they brought in such and such and such and such left, mm-hmm. and then it was like. All the support was gone. What happened? It's like they strangled. Uh, all right, this is what you was working yeah. on before. Throw it in the trash. Fuck that. I'm just Yeah, like it's just crazy. <laughs> right, it don't not make no sense. the phone. That's it's hard to get folks on the phone because you know things have changed. Like I said, when you KP was the guy, that was our main guy. You know, mm-hmm. so when he left, it's, yeah, things just it's like uh tip project. Uh. Don't worry, he came up to New York and started hating on us. It's cool. <laughs> I'm getting sued, nigga. I'm getting sued, nigga. You sued at your Kawani. He's shooting at you, my guy. But yeah, man. But like I say, it was um all that shit was um like I look at that shit as a college course, man. As a semester, man. We 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 learned the whole life, you know. Right. That shit took me all the way back to school again. You know, I thought right. I graduated in '97. I learned the whole another shit again. Right. You know, right. just really how to go about dealing with labels and all that. Right. So. That shit took me to school all over. So all right, now so we're from at there. Hmm? Now we're at Atlantic. Yeah, at Atlantic. Okay, yep. At Atlantic, that was Mike Karen and Craig, Craig Kalman. Now is, is is this the You Don't Know Me? Uh, well, it started off Sing- with the, um, um, the Trap Music album was first. You right. Don't Know Me came, uh, that was, um, I think that was Urban Legend album. You right. Know, right. 20, so 24s was the first thing. Yeah, right. 24s, yeah, that was on. And yeah, You Don't Know Me was your next yeah. joint. Yeah, yeah. Right. As long as Tooth is on the beat. Yeah. Video and everything. Right. And that's when I was like, hey, man, you got to say my name on one of these fucking records, man. That, wow. Please, man. That, that was another joint. Yeah. yeah. About that and he finally got them. He finally put me on that motherfucker. You, do like, you have yeah. tags now? Because I got to ask. Because I, I was wondering why Bink didn't have no tags. You got tags? Well, Bink, y'all think Bink used to have a tag? Like, he said he don't. You don't. Nah, we even came up with yes, one for We came up with one like, yo, Bink, can you put a tag on this? That's going to be his tag. I remember, okay, <laughs> damn, I remember hearing some of his beats and it's like a female voice go, beep, beep, The humble monster. He used to, I yeah, guess he got rid of it. Now, yeah, yeah, that's no, new. know what? I think that was on one of the joints. Yeah, one of the joints he played yesterday. Yeah. That's okay. now, but back but in then, the, in the records, it wasn't. Yeah, 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 on the records, nah, yeah, nah. And I never, uh, nah, I went, tags wasn't really the thing. You know, it, before it was really tags, it was about, you know, after the rapper do whatever he do, you go in the booth and do your extra shit and, Put so, that, you know, like like yeah. how Swiss beats. Yeah. 
you know, hey, hey, yeah, do right. that. You know, uh, same thing with Pharrell. Yeah, Jazzy Faye too. Yeah. You know, ladies and gentlemen. So that was chisel. yeah. So that was the tag going <laughs> in that know, booth. You know, stepping that mm -hmm. shit at the beginning or at the end, just you know, to put the curtains on the track. Right. But right. um, uh, yeah, I was streaming, always in the streaming era. Tags are necessary. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you, man, we I, don't have the the books anymore. Right, 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 right. Be like, oh my god, I miss them days, man. Listen, let me tell you something about those days. That's really what made me want to fuck with the music industry. Because in what, 78, 79, I'm going through album covers and I'm like, wow, look at the studio. Recorded, mixed by, damn, what kind of keyboard they use? Yep. And I still didn't know I was going to be a producer, but I was reading credits on old Tower yeah. Power and yeah. Heat Wave albums. And I asked my dad, I'm like, so what is the engineer? He was like, uh, you know, that's the guy who do all the mixing and stuff. So I'm asking these questions, not knowing that I'm actually be doing this shit. Right. But uh, reading though, and I, Shit, I, even when I used to read um shit, the um all the shit from up here, man, I knew what studio LL recorded at Chung King and mm. yeah. mastering, you knew um, Where um it was Yeah, her powers. Then he used yeah. to put little messages in the record. Yeah. So I used to see all that shit, man. Like who mastered it and all that all that info was there. But now, shit, man, you really where can you get it? Right. You know? Yeah. So um it's, it's that's there, why that's you, why this Yeah. So yeah, and and, 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 and <laughs> you know what I got a little tag and I take that from you don't know me actually when you say Tupac is on the beat beat beat. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got that but you I it still one. haven't been on anything that's been released with that tag on it. Right. And um and honestly I'm guilty of bringing that kind of like how I was moving on that other side just low key. You know what I mean? I wasn't really that loud Dude, I I wasn't in a hurry to really be yelling on no you know, videos and nothing. I was just like, right. Shh, you know, like, you just on your place. You shit. sit back man, here, you know what I mean? Place, and everybody like, man, you need to come out, man. Stop being so shy. I'm like, I ain't shy. I'm just, you know, moving smooth. But now in this era, this is yeah. show me era. You yeah. got to let yeah. a motherfucker know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you, if you don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Happen. yeah. They will never happen, bro. You, you got to I mean? let. You got to say it. Say who did it. Who did what? I peep how he just like tiptoed over. You don't know me. Yeah. Being his record. Yeah. Like, that was like, <laughs> very humble. It's like TI's biggest record. And he's just Word. like, yeah, I had something on the You Don't Know Me joint. Was that his biggest record? <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, That's a fact. We, now that we're getting into, we get into the his best. Well, you, you don't hold know on, me. Hold on. You don't know me. You're going to tell me that's not his biggest record? It's one of them. It's one of them. It's, it, it, What's that, number one? What you know, you know about, about that? that? What you know that about that? Huge. Yeah. No freaky. But no you don't freaky. know me. No you don't know me, That's though. That's yours, too, though. Yes. Yeah. But, but, so, so, yeah. come on. I said that. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Let's talk about which, which but, was his best beat. That was my yeah. now, now, let's keep straight now, now. Now, You Don't Know Me was our first Grammy. Right. Mm. Um, Best solo rap performance. Mm. Yeah. Right. And. Got a Grammy. And I'm going to tell you, though. If you go to YouTube and pull up. Uh, when you don't know, um, when Tip performed that shit on the Apollo. Mm hmm. Oh my God, bro! Y'all showed some fucking love up here. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that whole crowd was crazy at the bro, Apollo Theater. On that shit. I wish I was there. But when, what you know about that, bro? What oh, you yeah. know? That shit that changed everybody's life, bro. Told you. Don't you know I bro. got a key what, what? by the tree when I chirp, chirp, chirp back, back where I'm going all the work at. What you know about that? What you know about that? Superhero slow down, that was crazy. Superhero music. Made you want to move in slow motion no matter what you was doing. Back, bro. Hey, man, let me tell you something. And that came from, um, once again, just being in the in the den in the 70s, dropping the needle, Roberta Flack going away. And there's something about that song, man, the way when it got to the end, 
it was sad, but it was so triumphant. I'm like, my yeah. God, all these strings and shit. And it just mm -hmm. built up crazy. And I don't know if you notice, I, I sample the end of songs most of the time, but that's right. when that when it really just- Yeah, the dramatic. Yeah, the, climactic the dramatic part, part, the climax, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I always have love, just like that whole thing, man. I didn't even have to even play the record again, because I remember the melody so well. This dude named Wonder had taught me how to use reason. Mm. Jerry? No, nah, uh, oh. another dude, yes, Wonder, a guy out of um, Atlanta. He was an engineer. Right. And once I learned reason, man, I synced that mug up with the MP and we played, you know, the um, the Going Away track. And, mm. bruh, we played it. I played it for a few people. First, uh, 8 Ball MJG had it. They had a song called Alcohol, Pussy, and Weed. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think that could go with so far. <laughs> they were kind of upset. <laughs> you know, cause I was like, yo, where's the clean version, man? Right. You know, and uh, they never, I was like, how are you going to clean this up, man? Like, I'm trying I, to get on the charts. What was that? Alcohol. Alcohol, clean. pussy, and weed. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol, <laughs> pussy, and weed. <laughs> it was like, right. ah, <laughs> it could be a nice anthem, but how far can it go? And then yeah. uh, Benzino and Birdman did some shit over the track. Because that's when I was just sending CDs to everybody, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I know that's your favorite rapper right there, Bazzino. That's your guy. <laughs> no, John, nah, that's shout out to Zeno. Yeah, that's my dude. Shout out to Zeno. But Zeno, everybody tried to rap. Like I, I said, lie, even, I, even, I, even you I said Bazzino and Birdman, my nigga. I'm just, <laughs> oh, and it didn't. Uh, oh, Yo, don't act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about, son. But you said Bazzino and Birdman. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we'll be okay. Bruh, bruh, what? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sure I'm pretty sure it wasn't the most <laughs> lyrical track. Oh my God, man. Yeah. He, he was, I, I was like, no, you guys know you can't have that. I, actually, and I was like, yo, how did you even get that? Oh, that's great. How did you get that instrumental? But that's it's the crazy. dude, one of my homeboys used to be in the studio, had a copy of it, and he, he thought he was doing me a favor. Like, man, yo, he gonna put you in Source Magazine and everything. I'm like, no, I already been in Scratch Magazine. I'm good. Yeah. Mm. Wow. But, uh, and I was, I, I swear, I was wondering how the hell they got that instrumental. <laughs> Straight up, man. And I'm like, how the fuck, man? And so, um, yeah, of course, yeah, I, I, I rejected yeah. that one, man. I went with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yo, hold on. Hey, shout out to Birdman. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it was Mad Love. No, Mad Love. Mad Love, Mad Love, Mad Love. Choices, you know, man. Yeah, Come on. You know, I, I, I have that right. Choices, you know, I have you know that right. And I'm like, no, dude. That's, I, we're not going to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to tell you. Make me piss on myself. But I'm going to tell you. So, so Shout out so, to Jerry Barrow, Scratch Magazine. But I'm going to keep this shit 100. Once again, New York. New York niggas played a major part in that song, what you know, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm -hmm. Because around that time, I had my shit popping, and that's when I that's that's kind of how I was moving tracks around because it was a little shaky with me and them for a minute. Right. You know, you and I, who? And uh, Grand Hustle. Right. Because okay. I felt that hey man, it's time for my produ produce my producer rate to go up. Mm -hmm. You know, y'all got cats on here getting 30k a track shit. I'm y'all still got me at 17. Hmm. Shit, man. Yeah. Who, who who bringing the singles? Let's turn these numbers up. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, Craig. And Mike, they was with it. But Tiffany was like, oh man, you trying to burn through the budget. I'm like, motherfucker, you can get that per show. More than that, you know? So mm -hmm. let's do this. And um, so when I played that, uh, when I played that song for Tip, he did a hook to it. And it was crazy. The magic was in the room. Everybody was loving it. But when Gene Robeson, when G. Robeson and Gene came to Atlanta, and they wanted Tip to play some songs and listen, you know, just for the new album. 
they heard about that song, but he didn't play that for them. Hmm. Mm. But when they came to my studio, it was like, hey man, I heard y'all got a whole nother record, man. Where's that shit? Mm. I said, yeah, I got it. It ain't nothing but a hook to it. And when I played that shit, it was like, that's the fucking single. Mm-hmm. Why did he didn't play that shit? I was like, mm-hmm. man, you know, just some shit. You know, they trying to see what they can do without me. You know what I mean? Oh. <clears throat> you know, I love them dudes. But they had, you know, they was trying to get other producers, right. you know, who came close to the sound. And I was raising hell to Atlantic about that. I'm like, how can y'all try to fuck with some cats who, you know, who's mimicking my shit instead of just dealing with me direct? Like, wow. why the fuck? Go Come back on, to man. Is that, is, is that how it is? Like, uh, okay, producer produces. Mm-hmm. hits then your price goes up and they try to find like a cheap replacement sometimes yeah yeah they'll try to remember what we get this from anywhere. yesterday that's mm-hmm. why he's asking they figure, they figure we get this from anywhere you know oh we got some such got some beats like that no nah, it's a difference yeah yeah i actually come in and produce i'm not giving you beats i'm giving you the cadence and everything i'm fucking right. around i'm even there for the mix mm-hmm. <laughs> mastering if i got them feel like flying right you know mm-hmm. um from beginning to end, literally, you know. Right. So, um, yeah, man, it took for them to really push the pin on that because Tip, he was digging it, but when G and them put that fire behind it, it was like, listen, man, you're going to have to finish this record. This is the one. Mm-hmm. And then when they told uh, Mike and them about it, it was like, yeah, man, we're going to give you whatever you want for it, man, you know. Mm. So we worked out something. You know, I ended up working it out with Mike and Craig more right. than the Grand Hustle. Right, wow. Yeah. It was perfect. Wow. That's crazy. Why would Grand Hustle not just... Hey, man, it's just how shit go. And I honestly, want me to tell you... Yes, I do mm. want you to tell me. Yeah. Want me to tell you some real shit, and yeah. a lot of cats don't say this. I want you to tell me some real shit. When you think of any situ- lot of situations, and you try not... I'm, I'm not trying to use this as an excuse, but it is an excuse. Because as you get older, you'll say, that was a little fucked up. Even when you think about people say, you know, with Luke. Right. A lot of people got fucked around fucking, you know, with Luke down there. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to Luke. But... A lot of people didn't get what they deserved, you right, know what yeah. I mean, for selling a lot of records. But you right. got to think, this was like a 26-year-old exec. Yeah. Master P, young. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ain't happy about how that came about. Right. But now that you're older, you'll say, ah, oh, that shit was wrong. It was a little mm-hmm. fucked up. Right. So Tip and Jay, they was, you know, shit, I'm like 10 years older than Tip. You know what I mean? Okay. And they didn't get it. But later on, they were like, yeah, that's why we still cool now. Because they, they know, like, yeah, that was a little fucked up. Fucked up. You know, is, is it that classic? Uh, some day ones want to keep you at day one. Yeah, it's, it's a, it might be a little bit of that too. Yeah. You know. Okay, so can we mix that in with the fact that these young executives learn the game from dudes who are used from to old grinding? Yeah, you do executives who are used to screwing people over. Yeah, and then really it could be a little bit of that, and, it, and it's, it's a little bit of that, and I would say it's a little bit of um, just not knowing, just thinking that you're doing the right thing. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. If you learned it from this dude, yeah. this is what he's been doing. But 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 I wouldn't. But even with that situation, I wouldn't say they learned that from anybody because neither one of them really had experience with nobody. So it, you don't it was think like somebody might have been in their ear trying to tell them, "Here's a savvy business practice. Do it this way." You know what? It might have been their attorney. Some type of might have been their attorney yeah. or somebody got in their ear. That's but I don't saying. think it was another exec though. No, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, exact, just, just, just some another seasoned person could have gotten like those paperwork and said, this man. is how it's normally yeah, done. Yeah. Do it this way. Yeah. This is how Pay it him works. this. And, you know, yeah. I was like, oh man, that fee got to go up. But see, I'm going to tell you, That's I don't why. know if y'all I know, know your this. shit went up after that. Hell yeah. <laughs> what? 50 plus. 50 no less plus, than 40. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, other people had to be coming to you by now. They, hell yeah. But see, I'm going to tell you, straight up, that's when I end up getting 
the respect back from them is when they saw that I started bringing the fire to other people. And that just, Absolutely. that's how shit happens, you know? Right. It just happens. That's, that's how it go. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, but on that T.I. versus T.I.P. album, I was nowhere to be found. I did yeah. notice that. Yeah. And see, and that's when, and when I found out that they were paying Wyclef almost 70000 a track and didn't want to give me no more than 20 something. I was like, bro, I'm going to sit back on this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to get my hustle on, fuck with uh, Jeezy, you know, Yay, and all the rest of them. I just started mm. going crazy. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're getting it. We're getting it. Jeezy. All right. The reason why I say I feel like Jeezy really like opened the doors in New York for the South. One, he got hope to fit 64 bars on the same. Yes. That's one. But the whole uh, uh, trapping, even though it, it kind of originated with T.I. T.I. kind of putting that in his music, mm-hmm. trap music and all that stuff. We really kind of like bought in to Jeezy. Right. Like there was snowman shirts selling up and down 125th Street, Everywhere. Fulton Street, uh, 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 Coliseum. Like yeah. people out here was like rocking the snowman shirts. Like, so let me tell you on some like real some shit. New York shit. <clears throat> and on some real shit. Now I remember when Jay was running, when, when Jay was with um, Jazz and even with Dash, mm-hmm. they had their own money before he, you know, he got on. So Jeezy, since before... Um, after Jay, I've never seen any rapper get on and have his own money to bring to the table. Jeezy, well, he was already straight before he had a deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he, he basically he had his label way before y'all even heard of him. He had an album called Hard or Soft. Um, mm-hmm. It was a hard album and a soft album. Yeah. Pause. Independent. Pause. Yeah, yeah. Hard or soft. <laughs> but, 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 but I hear you on the pause, yeah. but it was about to no, go. No, 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 I know. I know. <laughs> like crack, I know. you know, I know. crack or powder. So I hard know. or soft. Yeah, so that's what it was. Look, somebody was going to say it eventually. <laughs> I just, I just I said you. it first. Yeah. So somebody was going to say it. Man, you yeah, fucking guy. Right. I love it's it crazy. though. So, so Jeezy is one of them dudes who I would say back in Buckhead, man, it was. Like when you heard, you know, you heard about him, but you knew about him more than you heard his music because he was pulling up and whatever. Rocket Diamond, oh. tennis, tennis necklaces before. A lot of cats had to get deals to rock the shit he was rocking and pulling right. up while he was driving. Right. So Jesus was getting that, he was getting to the bag way before, you know, he really even got signed to Def right. Jam. So he was one of the first artists I saw who, I'm like, okay, damn, he got his own shit already. Like, so the way he was moving, once a label yeah. got behind him, he couldn't well, do nothing but win. Yeah. 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 Like, and, and just really mm-hmm. repping what, you know, and rapping about how he was moving for right. real. And, right. you know, and it matched. It made sense. Yeah. He was like, right. and, and it was a, it's a boatload of respect that come with that, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Gee, you standing on the couch right next to Meach. You somebody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be somebody. And your right. shit hitting, the, the lights hitting your shit the same way. And we know it's real. Right. You know what I mean? Wasn't no more than that. Doing that. It was just a real diamond. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I know my diamond shit too. I've been on that shit for a while. Right. I just don't really rock it like I used to. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Jeezy, man, he, um, I would say he definitely played a major part. He brought a lot of the hustlers out, man. Like, yeah. like Tip did his thing, Outkast and everybody else you could think of out of Atlanta. But Jeezy is, uh, is, is that motherfucker who brings, you go to one of his concerts, bruh. You'll see cats who you've been wondering, like, oh shit, he out. 
Yeah, facts. Oh, you know, facts. some cats you ain't know you know who to set out. You ain't yeah, gonna see yeah. them to a big concert come out. You know, they ain't just in no clubs, but Listen, the right man. the right show. It, it, be like, it's oh, real. Shit. I tell people all the time when Thug, Mo- Thug Motivation One Hundred One came out, mm-hmm. the night that I listened to it, I woke up in the crack house. Dead ass, woke up in the crack. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> and that shit represented what how so many folks were moving. You know what I mean? And it was cats who was really getting money, but it wasn't yeah. rappers. He's looking, but he felt yeah. like, but he felt like, hey man, this man right. is really talking to us, and that's right. how we felt about uh, my man Two, who I told you was Ti's cousin, say right? The name, say the name again. Two, Ti's cousin, T O O T. Matter of fact, I don't know if y'all saw the thing when when he say he snitched on his cousin. He, he yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's his yeah. cousin too. Like I've been knowing him since what fifth grade, mm-hmm. so Toot is the person who put me up on reasonable doubt. And when mm-hmm. I've heard Jay Z talk about that damn uh, Range Rover and that four, difference in the four point six, I was like, oh my god, this boy talking about shit. Talking about shit. That's when I became a Jay Z fan. Toot turned me on to that, and so Can I live. Yeah, was and, a joint for me. Yeah, imaginary player blew me away. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, was was shit. Like, <laughs> that shit was like, that shit was on that one too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was the evils. It was so many, man. The so, so yeah. the way that that moved the hustlers back then, Jeezy moved the hustlers of that era the same way. Like, oh, he's talking our shit. He's talking to us. We must show up. I'm going to go pull out the mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to my man like that who came in with it. I'm going to pull out the motherfucking yeah, mix. Right. All the players. When it's a Jeezy concert, boy, you're going to see yeah, they come out. all they jury. Even if they got to go just... Shoot the jewel up, hey man, he go forty, man. Let me just walk out with all these. Yeah. Just, it just you can't can't show up to a Jesus concert. Shit, you, you can't, can't look like regular. like that guy. Yeah, yeah so man. that's gave that dude hits. Oh Jeezy, yeah, you yeah. yeah. And company had yeah, to thanks. watch you working with this guy. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love it. Who was quickly becoming Crazy. the face mm-hmm. of the South? Thank you. Bringing out all these. Gangsters and hustlers and all these real legendary dudes to his concert. Yeah. And the crew that you were with who refused to pay you now has to watch you put this other guy in rare yeah. air. And it made sense, you know? Mm. Come on, man. That first line he did on our boys and it's taking too long to lock up, bring it back. We were sure anyway, so bring a stack. Mm. <laughs> who can relate to that <laughs> shit? Oh my God. <laughs> That's a fact. I wouldn't even know. I ain't never heard of. They telling him that it's fucked up. I hadn't helped. Had to open up a thing since '94. No, we'll swap it out. Come on, man. He was talking that shit. Like we thought it was dangerous to really go that far. Right. You know, he was saying my hustling, but Jesus, the detail. Yeah. Man, come on, man. Yeah. So you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then we came in. We did a video up here that. Took it to a whole nother yeah. level. And yeah. come on, man. Again, the pop co sign. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah no, that was a beautiful time, man. Yeah, it was. I swear I'm sure to God. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys who doubted you are now watching. Oh, yeah, win yeah, yeah. They watched me faces. get down. Oh, yeah. Did, did you get what you wanted from Jeezy? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he didn't hesitate. Yeah, it was lovely. Dope. And yep. then Kanye, how long? After yeah, how did that, that Kanye thing? Wait, 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 wait. Well, with Jeezy, let me see who we got. Uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Then I did uh, I Got Money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I did um, Recession, the intro record. Yep. It's uh-huh. a recession, everybody yeah. broke. But yeah, that, uh, that I got money, I don't know what that turned into. Can't tell me nothing. Right. Mm, yeah. Yes. Now, now, okay, so I know you told the story before. Yeah. <laughs> can you tell us in detail how this happened? Yes. You're going to do it on my expert opinion. You heard? Mr. Right. My expert opinion. Swing count, nigga. Swing count. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, 
Well, I got money. That's one of them joints. Well, first of all, man, like I love the way um, the, the way the magic happened. I had a little studio in the West End. Jeezy, mm-hmm. shit, he'll pull up over there solo. You know, sometimes he'll be with his entourage, but everybody knew him. You come to my studio, dog. He can be Rick Ross. Everybody just saw it by themselves. Right. And um, he pulled up like, man, what's up, OG man? Let's go through some shit. I played that one. Played on. Uh, I love it. He fell in love with that one. And when I played that, I got money. He's like, man, please don't play this shit for nobody else. I got some shit for that. He had he had the hook right then. Mm. <clears throat> and he was just tapping me on the shoulder like, ah, I got money. And I'm like, oh shit. I promise I won't play this shit for nobody else. So, boom, he ended up getting tip on that record. Mm-hmm. So, Jeezy featuring tip. I got money. And off that album, that was one of Kanye's favorite songs. And Ye was like, man, can I get on that record? Excuse me. Jesus was like, yeah, you know, cool. Ye was like on some producer shit. Hey, man, send me the files. I want to do some shit to it. I want to try to remix it. How did you feel about that? I felt funny about it at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, what you going to do? What the fuck you going to do with my file? What the fuck you mean? You know what I mean? So what's wrong with it? Yeah, what's wrong with it? Like, I think it's dope. You, know, you said you like it. So, um. And I, and I can respect that later on, I was like, you know, just, you know, all my ears got different creases, man. So you're going to hear that shit in a whole nother way. That's right. a problem. You know what I mean? That's so, yeah. That's mine, too. I ain't get that shit from nobody. So, and so, um, Jeezy hit me and was like, yo, man, yeah, you know, say you want to holler at you and whatever. So Jeezy definitely is the middle man. He put it together. And said, man, I'm just giving me your info. I'm going to let y'all talk about this shit. And so when Ye uh, sent it to me, he sent it to Jesus. Was just, that's when I really got into emailing, uh, sending files off. So once he sent it to Jeezy, Jeezy hit me back like, man, what the hell that man did? Man, it's, uh, it's all right. Tell me what you think. I was like, okay, I'm listening to this shit now. And I heard the, oh. That's like, what he added. And it sounded weird. Yeah. And then he had took some of the, the uh, a lot of my horns out. Yeah. And it was some little strings in there. And and I was like, yeah. Like and I was like, okay, I see where he's going. So, uh, it's still gonna be a collab. Uh, I got you know a remix, but but when Ye put his verse on there, he was like saying what he was saying. You know, it was right. totally different. But it was still about getting money. But yeah. it just wasn't in the line of what Tip and Jeezy did. Right. So mm-hmm. you wanted to treat it like a remix, but after a while. It just didn't. Jeezy was like, ah, it just all right, it's all right. So when me and Ye hooked up again, he was like, man, I want to make this shit a full song. And that's when we just started going back and forth with the files and whatnot. I started putting my more energy into it once I saw where he was going. That was our first time really collabing right. via um uh, via email. Email. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh the magic was there, bro. And when I heard that shit, that all that, oh, it all it made sense then because I heard it, the whole vibe of it with strings. Right. Well, yeah, but Jeezy ended up getting back on that remix. He blessed that bitch, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's all. But was the ad libs already there? Yeah, 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 it was already in the track. See what it is? Cause he had he had the stems. Right. So those, if you listen to "I Got Money," all those ad libs are in that same Same exact spot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cause it's funny. It confused a lot of people. Cause when they heard the song, they were like, "Oh." That's Jeezy. Yeah, we waiting for his verse. <laughs> right. Yeah, I and think it never I, happened. I think I just heard him back there, yeah. and it never came through. Right. Yeah, so yeah. but he just decided to leave it in there. That's just that's Ye, man, being that guy he is. You know, yeah. he just he he come left field with that shit. And man. that and that was the record that he let off with, and that 
Kanye versus 50. Yep. Mm, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. seven. Yeah, we did TRL down here too. Matter of fact, we performed Can't Tell Me Nothing on TRL. Yeah, yeah, I was back there on the keyboards and shit. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Man. How did yeah. how did that feel? Because I know that was a big moment. Incredible, man. Because um, see, that's that's what makes that that whole um graduation situation so special. Is Jay specifically came to Atlanta to work with me. He wanted. Mm. The sound. He was like, dude, I want to do my album in Atlanta. So we started at this studio called um, Doppler. Mm -hmm. First, we started in my studio. But my room might have been like half the size of this. But I had some big ass speakers banging. But his whole thing was like, man, you know, I might want some girls to come through, man. Where they going to sit, man? There's just enough room for us to make beats. <laughs> yeah. I said, man, we need a bigger room. Yeah. So we booked time at Doppler. We mm -hmm. ended up starting. We basically knocked uh, the graduation out. Album out, started in Doppler and finished up here in mm. uh, Chung King. But, um, Chung King. Ooh, so you was with him for the whole process the whole of the graduation? Project, album. Yeah, I was one song from being an uh, executive producer. Executive on that producer? Album. Yeah. Mm. I had three joints. It was another one that was called um, uh, I Done Did It All with him in common. It was mm -hmm. hard as fuck. Matter of fact, with him in common. Yeah, him in common. Yeah, Where's I that? produced that one. It's somewhere. It's somewhere in his hard drive. Yeah. Bro, I mean, man, I got so many unreleased records on some of these uh, artists out here. It's another version of "Hello to the Bad Guy" too that I did. That's that with, with like a no yeah. sample version, but uh, the sample version, I think y'all would love that more because mm -hmm. you know you'll fall in love with that one more. But the original version, it was hard too. But mm. yeah, we just end up keeping the sample. Yeah. Well, I'm, wait, hold on, real quick. I'm I'm curious as to where your sound made a shift. Because you had a sound when you did stuff for T.I., Jeezy, mm -hmm. Loud, Sense, and, and, mm -hmm. um, and Horns and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then there was a pivot at graduation, in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. It was a pivot sound-wise where you started using like cymbal sounds in mm -hmm. your drum patterns. Well, the um, cymbals uh, was in I Got Money and uh, another song called Look What I Got on T.I. Look What I yes, Got. Yes, yes, yeah. it was. But when you hear... Say hello to the bad guy. Oh, yeah, it came to life. You hear, can't tell me nothing. Yeah. It was more prevalent. Bang, that's yeah. when I, Bang. you know what? That's when, when I knew when, oh, that's And, and when I noticed that other people noticed that, I was like, turn them symbols up. That's my signature. Right. But I didn't know that until people were like, hey, man, you know you got this sound. And I'm like, oh, let me start turning that shit that's up. Right. That's mine. You know what I mean? And what's crazy is I started listening backwards. That's crazy that you mentioned that. Yeah, I started listening backwards because after I heard Big Brother, I was like, this sound like the symbol that was on Say Hello to the Bad Guy oh, yeah. on American Gangster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, this sound like the symbol that was on this. I'm like, all right, let me start moving backwards. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, can't tell me nothing got it on it. Right. You know, um, yeah. Good Life don't have it on it. No, yeah. not really. Because, you know, mm -hmm. Kanye put his flavor mm -hmm. on that. But I was like, Good Life. That's yeah, a, Good Life was crazy. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, yeah, man, that was a fun album, though, dog. Like I say, and it was easy. It was like a, like a layup, dog, because... It's easy working with an artist slash producer. Yeah. And when we did um, Big Brother, we was I was just about to leave the studio. It might have been like two in the morning. He was like, "Hey, Tom, man, I got this other idea, man." He's like, "Yo, like, like, yeah, Big Brother is Big Brother." He's, I was like, "Okay." I'm tapping my foot. I'm like, "All right." Had the BPM. I like say that shit one more time. Cause he did it, and I waited about an hour later. I was like, "Man, no, about twenty minutes later." I said, "Say that hook one more time." He said it again. I said, man, you know what? I'm going to be late tomorrow because I'm going to put something to that right there. Mm. I went home that night. I didn't go to sleep. I just started mm. working on that shit. I said, man, when I see him tomorrow, I'm going to mm. blow his ass away. 
So wait, wait, whose idea was it to put to let the, the drum pattern come in so late? It was Jay's idea or yours? Yeah, 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 yeah. He wanted that because right. he wanted to really get that off his, you know, just really want people to just hear the passion. Right, you right, know, yeah. of, of where yeah. he was coming from at, at, at on the on the beginning as he led into the record. Right, but yeah, man. Um, you but completed uh, like, that. Yeah, but original, but original version was that of that I had replayed Prince. It's gonna be lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was the, another the end of the song. Right, which is one of okay. my my favorite records from the eighties. I just just listened to that shit, you know, over and over again. And um, and it's crazy when he was saying that hook for some reason that. This, the melody I played while he was saying that hook. That's why I knew I could just jump on that track and go crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, when we got here, we was mixing Big Brother. And at the last minute, man, rest in peace, Prince Rogers Nelson. He hit us at the last minute and was like, hey, man. First he said no. But then he hit Ye back and was like, um, I got to own 100% of it. Ye was cool with it. I'm like, nah, bro, I, I ain't finna do that shit. <laughs> That's how I eat, bro. I got to do this. I said, man, I'd rather make another version. They was doubting me. Him and a few other A&Rs, they were like, man, I don't know about that shit. So, man, I said, no, nah, I can do it again, bro. I played this shit. It's not a sample. I just moved some notes around. Yeah. And so um, what's crazy, I didn't bring that particular laptop up here. So Def Jam flew me down to Atlanta overnight. Picked up the laptop. Went to the laptop. I got a laptop and went to the studio. Mm. Limbo sitting downstairs. I can look at my camera and just limbo down there, wait for me to make a new beat. So I'm sitting here listening to it and came up with a whole nother melody. Man, put that shit in the computer, grabbed the computer, jumped in the limo, flight back up here. My shit. That next day we got to the studio. I had the engineer to line that shit up. I'm like, hey man, make sure you, I said, don't change nothing. Keep the same mix up. I said, it's the same instruments. I just changed the notes. Make it, you know, so now we own that motherfucker. Right. Mm-hmm. And bruh, once we press play, man, that shit was like, everybody was like, oh my God. Stadium status. <laughs> but what's funny. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get to it. Let's get to it. What's funny about that song, throughout the whole company, it was like, man, they got a song talking about Jay. Mm-hmm. And nobody mm-hmm. knew how that shit was. Like, is mm-hmm. it bad or is it good? Nobody knew. Mm-hmm. So Jay showed up, him and Jay Brown. You know, of course, you know, he, had, he, he got them gun, Jay Brown. You know, yeah. should have known that was going to come back around. <laughs> right. Yeah, shout out to Jay Brown, too, right. man. It's good to see uh, him and Jay and them still moving together, too. Right. And um, and they came in and uh, they they sat in there. It was me, Jay, Jay Brown, uh, Jay, the engineer, a few other folks, man. And Jay was like, shit, you know, hearing it for the first time. Like, yeah, you know. So what, what was the vibe on. when he walked in, though? The vibe we walked in was like, where we gonna go to work? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Come on, man. Yeah, right. My head didn't blow up, and I'm saying like, man, boy, we finna goddamn go crazy around right, here. Right. So, um, and the vibe was like, you know, he wasn't sure. He didn't, he didn't know. He was like, oh, you know, let's see what's up. You know, yeah. I don't know if he got them coming. You know, what this shit's gonna be, good or bad. Right. And so they sat like behind us. I'm sitting there by the by the engineer behind, in front of the board and shit. So they're like, yeah, go on and press play. Yay sitting in the corner, not making contact, eye contact with nobody while mm-hmm. the song playing. And, you know, he said the Jay Brown part. You got Jay Brown. I looked over at him, him and Jay looking at each other like, 
And they fell in love with it. We're like, man, that shit is amazing, man. And DJ was like, uh, that's how you feel, man? <laughs> that's how you feel? That's how you... <laughs> I still remember because he had on a fucking Jacob that was lit up, lit like a motherfucker with a strap band on it, though. Mm. I'm like, damn, I'd love to get that one. Mm. But um, yeah, he um, yeah, he, was, and he started talking about you know, like yeah, one day you know he want to work because my man Big John had introduced us a while back too. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I knew I was gonna work with him eventually, but shit. Um, All right, before you get into mm-hmm. before we get into the whole bag, okay, we're gonna take a five minute break. It's Smack rapper, only smack rapper that you know is smack rappers. Got bars, I can hang with the backpackers. Trap star, I don't hang with the backpackers. I'm in the hood with the work you heard. Making fiends leave earth, you heard. Got your baby mama thirst, you heard. Feel the flow, nigga, throw it in reverse. This the way you need to serve, you heard.